It's so much. I feel like I'm running a marathon and then it's just going to be over. And then I'm going to be looking back at a sea of wrapping paper and like, what even happened? Hello, everyone. I'm Maria Sansone and welcome to another edition of mom to mom the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. I know how busy it can be, so I appreciate your time. We've got Christmas right around the corner. School vacation, if you have kids, is up next, and then New Year's Eve and all of that. So trust me, I know how insane things can get this time of year. So today we thought it'd be fun to just lighten things up a bit with one of our favorite guests from mom to mom ever, Tiffany Jenkins. Now, you know Tiffany as Juggling the Jenkins on Instagram and her blog. She is an author. She is a mom, of course. She's a podcaster. She is a content creator. She has been sober for almost 10 years now. So she is a lot of things, and we have so much to talk about. But the most important thing about Tiffany Jenkins is this girl always keeps it real. So today she's going to be talking about her new tour called My Name Is Not mom. She's going to talk about how to attempt to stay sane through the holidays. And she even gives us her hot takes on 2022. So here is my chat with Tiffany Jenkins. Tiffany, hi. It's so good to see you. It's great to see you again. Your eyebrows have grown in nicely. Thank you so much. I, I still draw them on every day. Who among us doesn't? I'm still, you know, we did some, I did some damage in the nineties, but last time I saw you, I want to remind everybody it was, we were like in the thick of the pandemic. We were locked down and Tiffany had a little bit of, I don't know if it was a breakdown or just a great idea and not a great idea. Shaved your eyebrows right off. I did. Um, content. Yeah, yes. And partly due to mental breakdown, for sure. There was a new trend and I had to try it. The best part was when I went out to the living room and my husband didn't even notice. I'm like, do you notice anything different about me? He's like, did you curl your hair? I'm like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. You do look great though. Are you doing something different? Thanks. Um, I got Invisalign. I brushed my hair today and um, I've been trying to eat more veggies. Wow, it's working for you. Things are good. So- Get us up to speed. So it has been a while since I've seen you and now you're back out into the world and like the rest of us, it's a little awkward getting back out there, but you got shot out of a cannon because you are on tour. Get us up to speed. I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to do it because of the way that the world is. So we planned this whole thing through the pandemic over Zoom the three of us. And it's just like a mom's night out show with like comedy about parenting and as soon as they opened up the theaters, we, we ran full speed. It's nice to like get out of the house and yeah. we're doing it safely and we're following precautions and stuff, but man, it feels so good to be amongst my supporters again. So tell us who you're touring with. One is actually a very good friend of mom to mom. Dina Blizzard and Meredith Masony are their names. They each have their own platforms on social media. And we all have kids at different ages. So I've got um, young kids. Meredith has middle-aged, like middle schooler kids. And Dina has older kids. So when Meredith realized that, she's like, let's get together and talk yeah. crap about motherhood. So when you finally get out there, I know when I get together with my girlfriends now, 
it is like girls gone wild because <laughs> we've just been locked down. So what is it like out there? I can speak for the audience. It's definitely like girls gone wild. Things are very intense because they serve alcohol at these things. And so people are like, I don't have my kids. It's on like Donkey Kong. And they just, they have a really, really great time. I don't party like girls gone wild because I'm old. So I'm in my hotel and asleep by 10. But the people who are breaking out of their houses and coming to the shows have a blast. They really look forward to it. So have you had any memorable moments yet or any favorite cities? We had a memorable moment, I'd say, in Seattle. Dina is in love with the movie Sleepless in Seattle. So mm. she made commit a felony and break into um, the community where the houseboat is. I mean, she was live streaming it and hopping fences and swimming through the water to get to this house because she was like obsessed with it. And so it, it was pretty funny watching. I ran as soon as illegal activities started because I'm already in hot water with the law. So um that was really, that was one of the most memorable times. And I think just rooming with Meredith, it's like a sleepover every single night. It feels like I'm a teenage girl again. We just laugh and act ridiculous. I can only imagine. And do you sometimes just sit back and you look at the people in the audience and you see all these people who came to see you and do you wonder, how did this happen? How did we get here? All you really did was just be honest on social media and everybody loved it. And I think that's what makes it hard too. Having all these people come out and praise me and praise us. And to me, it feels like I'm not doing anything spectacular. I'm just being my weirdo self. And it's something that I used to hide all the time. And now people are celebrating it. And it's very confusing to me. And I don't know how long it's going to last or why it's even happening. So I'm trying to embrace every moment while it's here. I've heard comedians talk about being on stage and to me, it sounds like one of the most, if not the most difficult job in show business because people are there, they paid money and they're going, entertain me. And there's yeah. an expectation. Do you get nerves going out there? Do you have something prepared? Like, how does that all work? I always have nerves so bad. I have terrible stage fright, but I have like a little routine that I do. Ooh. And yeah, you're supposed to clap twice to wake up the theater gods. Apparently it's a tradition. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to do it once and I forgot most of my set. So now I'm super <gasps> about it, but I carry a little Buddha, uh, metal statue in my bra, which helps me. I also feel like I have an advantage because the majority of the people who are coming to the show are people who already know me and True. dig me. And so they're going to laugh because they're nice. If I were to just walk into a comedy club where nobody knows who I am, it'd probably be a lot more intimidating. Yeah, this is your love group and yeah. they're there because they're big fans. And like we said earlier, everyone's just trying to have a good time. They want to laugh. They yeah. want to be entertained. So that's amazing. We talk a lot on this show about the power of a mom squad. And I think that's way back when we even started this show, we were in the thick of lockdown and the pandemic. And I was just looking for ways to connect with people. You were one of them. Um, how is it now that you're able to connect again? Like you said, having sleepovers with girlfriends, having that physical, actual mom squad. It, it's really nice. Me and my friends just got together and we rented like a picnic, which is so ridiculous. And I would probably make fun of someone on Instagram if I saw a group of girls like eating a picnic and taking it pictures. Sounds, I'm just going to say very influencer of you. I know. I didn't organize it. I was just invited. Just attended. Yes. But sitting down 
I felt so fancy and we were laughing and we brought a board game and it, I just miss it. I take for granted my female friendships because for so long I had issues with females and I didn't trust them. And when you find the right group and you're around them, you realize it does something for your soul and it fills a void that your spouse can't fill and your kids can't fill. And it's so special. And I'm so grateful for my core group of friends. They're also in recovery like me, which makes it easy too, because we all get to remember these times together. Yeah. And that piece is so important. I would imagine for staying healthy and staying sober. I want to congratulate you because you're coming up on nine years. Is it nine years of sobriety? Yeah. Two weeks ago, I celebrated nine years. Wow. Congratulations. I feel like something interesting is happening. Two things. One, there's this mommy wine culture that's happening where there's t-shirts that's like mommy's sippy cup and all this stuff. But then I also feel that at the same time, there's this movement that's happening. And I don't know if it's just who I'm following on social or if because I'm curious, but there is this sober curiosity going on. There's almost this like rebellion against alcohol. Are you feeling and seeing these things too? A hundred percent. Yeah. When I first started making videos, everybody was so shocked because of how openly and honestly I talked about it because at that time it was, there was still this stigma surrounding it and it was not cool to be sober. And I think the more people who talk about it, the more huge celebrities who come out and say that they're sober, yeah. more people feel comfortable. And so as far as like the mommy wine culture, it totally happens. And if I could drink responsibly, I would be wearing the shirts and drinking all the time to cope because parenting is not easy. So I totally get it. But I, I just love that there's so much acceptance for people like me who are like, hey, listen, I can't drink with you, but I can still have fun. I, it's wonderful what's happening, the shift. So for you, what's been the key to staying sober, especially in these strange times when you can't necessarily go to meetings and all that? What's been your key? Staying connected with my friends and support group in recovery has been huge. I think that the program that I went through for my recovery has made it accessible regardless of the pandemic. There's tons of virtual meetings. So every day, almost every hour on the hour, you could just log into a Zoom where there's a ton of other people who are in recovery as well. And you do your meetings online. The cool part about this is you don't have to put your camera on. You don't have to put your microphone mm -hmm. on. You just listen and have it playing in the background while you do the dishes. And it's like a good way to get a dose of hope throughout the day. So what's your vice now? We all have our vices. Oh I have so many napping to avoid responsibility is becoming really bad in my life. It's horrible. It's my worst coping mechanism. Also, obviously caffeine. It's always been caffeine. And so you kind of like to self-sabotage yourself because caffeine and naps like don't go together. <laughs> I'm the queen of self-sabotage, first of all, but also it's so weird because I can nap after a cup of coffee. I don't know why I'll drink a oh. cup of coffee and go right to sleep. And, and I don't think the caffeine really makes a difference. I think it's a mental thing. I'm like, okay, I have to function. So I need 200 milligrams of caffeine and it's just not true, but my brain tells me that I need it. And that's definitely addict behavior. Moms definitely run on coffee. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right. So Christmas is here. Ready or not. Here Don't it comes. Mind me. How are you holding up? Not well. It's so, <laughs> it's so much. I feel like 
I'm running a marathon and then it's just going to be over. And then I'm going to be looking back at a sea of wrapping paper and like, what even happened? It's so crazy. There's so much pressure between elves and it's so bad, but it's just a lot. I think being a parent in general, you have a lot of stuff to do in this time of year just makes it so much worse. How's your elf? Is your elf kind of a mover and shaker? Is your elf like a little lazy this year? Mine just keeps sleeping on the job and I'm not sure why that's happening. I, <laughs> so weird. I was out of town and the elf apparently was not really moving too much. And that can happen. Yeah. But when I came home, I'm very lucky in that um, one of my supporters sent me activities. So hypothetically, there might be activities that could make my elf more of a mover and a shaker. So I have been mom of the year is what I'm saying. Basically. Oh, I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. He's I'm... painting a painting downstairs. He painted a painting? Yeah. Oh, wow. You're so making I'm not look... trying to brag. But... I know you're making my elf look bad. I'm with you though. Like you were saying about it's just a lot. And every year I've tried to scale back and not get crazy and start a little earlier and not wait till Christmas Eve to wrap all the presents and everything. And then I have this other tug on me. That's like, it's so finite. My daughter is going to be eight on New Year's Eve. And my son is four. And it's like, they're only little once. And so, oh, what the heck, let's just go crazy again. And I think that's the part of it, right? We get that, we get sentimental and we're like, oh, before we know it, they're just going to be old and they're not going to be interested in this. We do it for us, I think. Yeah, exactly. I just made a video. I'm actually editing it as we speak. And in part of it, I'm like having this battle because I want to give my kids a lot of presents, but I don't want them to be spoiled, but I want to make sure that they feel loved, but I don't want them to feel like they need things to be grateful. They should be grateful for anything. And I'm like battling back and forth. And I know that they're going to play with it one time and never touch it again. What do I do? This video that you're making is going to resonate with people because I feel like you're in my brain. I was driving to work today, like doing that whole thing, like thinking, seeing them open the presents and and yes, but I don't want plastic all over my house. But then again, I want to have all the little things to open. And it's just, I think every parent goes through this and like, I don't know, we do it for us. We do it for them. We do it for the tradition. I don't know, but here we are. And we're all like running around with our hair on fire every year. Do you have any tips for staying sane in the chaotic times? I don't know about staying sane per se, but I think surviving, surviving. I have tips. I think that for those who are struggling and feeling an immense amount of pressure, like just remember, it's just one day on the calendar and it'll be over in 24 hours. And so just do what you can. And that's it. Most of the pressure that you're feeling is probably pressure that you're putting on yourself. And I think that as long as your kids feel loved and special and supported, everything's going to be fine. Also, I would like to say that for most of my kids' life up until last year, I would go to the dollar store and I would I would buy all of their presents from there because I feel like most of them just want to open stuff. Yep. And when they do toss it to the side, you're not going to feel as guilty because you only spent a buck. And so it makes it look like my tree is full and they don't know the difference. You know what I mean? So I, I don't think they need expensive things to have a good Christmas. I think they just need you and the memory. 
Yeah, that's it. And the food and being present and all those fun, special traditions that go around with it. Like maybe there's ways we can incorporate a different thing. That's not a gift that, you know, we make hot cocoa together or we do something special. It's the moments we remember, not necessarily the certain toys, maybe the one or two like big ones that you really wanted, like the Barbie van, you know, the one that you had to have. But my advice for staying somewhat sane, although I'm not really the authority on this, as we all know, is cancel a plan. Like, I think there's nothing more fun than a canceled plan. What? You can do that? You can do that. I'm giving you the right to do it. Yes. So we've got all these things on our list, right? Carols and cocoa and party at so-and-so's house and dinner here and, you know, volunteering there and like cross one out cross one out. It feels so good. I love treat. It's a special treat from me to you. Have you ever had a big holiday fail? I don't know because I really tried really hard on this one day since I'm mediocre the majority of the year on this one day, I really tried to pull it together, but I accidentally this year booked us for three different sets of plans on new year's Eve accidentally. And so now I don't know what to do and I'm panicking. I'm going to take your advice probably and just, just cross them off. Hopefully they're not watching this. Cross them off. In these unprecedented times, we can do anything we want. (laughs) (laughs) When we get back to precedented times, then maybe not, but now that's a good excuse, right? You know, it's just these, these crazy times. Have, Have you had a fail? I was trying to think if I had a fail, not necessarily with Christmas, but I've had some pretty disastrous Thanksgivings because when we, we lived in New York city, when we graduated college and my husband and I were the first ones to get married and have an apartment. So we were kind of the unofficial grownups. And so I took it upon myself to be the person in charge of the Turkey and all the fixins. And I thought I knew what I was doing, but I had to go by recipes and I was in bad shape from the night before, as I'm sure, you know what that's like, (laughs) and it was everything was like not going well. And then I dropped my grandma's recipes right in the toilet. And it was just very symbolic of like, this whole thing is just the actual toilet. The actual toilet is where the recipes went. And I was like, you know what? We get what we get. So it was kind of a unorthodox Thanksgiving, but we all had fun and we were like 20 something. So it's not that big of a fail, but that was my, my bigger one. So I can't believe it, but 2022 is right around the corner. So what can we expect from juggling the Jenkins in the new year? Oh man, I don't, I don't even know. I didn't think I would make it this far. So I have no clue. I think I'm going to keep touring. I'm going to keep making videos. I'm going to do my second book. Do you know, Um, I wrote my second book and I submitted it to the publisher and then I changed my mind and asked her for it back. And now I'm completely rewriting it because- (gasps) I'm just a a lunatic. So that's, but that's really it. And hopefully I'm really going to make an effort uh, to spend more time with my family. I have trouble like balancing between work. If I work hard, my family gets neglected. And if I hang out with my family, my work gets neglected. So I'm really going to try to do a better job of spending time with my family because my kids are to the age now where they're going to remember this. Hey, if you figure that out, let us all know. Okay. <laughs> We're all over here trying to do the same thing. I mean, that is tale as old as time. If I am A plus at home, work is not working out. And if I'm doing great at work and crushing it, then the kids like are going to school with no pants on. So <laughs> it's just yes. the way Try it is. Me. 
keyword. Try. I'm going to try. We'll try. See. All right. I have you for like another few seconds. So I'm going to do a very quick holiday rapid fire. Okay. Go to Christmas dessert. Any. <laughs> Real or Art. fake tree? Real. Cocoa or eggnog? Cocoa. Ew. Home Alone or Elf? Elf is my favorite movie of all time. Sorry. The Holiday or Love Actually? Love Actually. Ugh. Cozy Day Inside or Out in the Snow? Cozy Day Inside. Go to Holiday Song. Oh, gosh. In Sync, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Oh, I love <laughs> it. What a perfect way to end this very merry episode. Tiffany, it is so good to see you. I'm so glad that you are doing so well. Thank you for all the updates and giving us a little levity in this holiday season. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking to you as always. Happy holidays. All right. I'll see you soon, hopefully. And that's a wrap for this episode of Mom to Mom. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Juggling the Jenkins. She is so much fun. So be sure to check her out on Instagram. And you can find us on Instagram as well at The Hub Today. Or you can find me at Maria Sansone. And also you can find all of these podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. And even watch this podcast as a television show on Mondays at 1130 a.m. on NBC10 Boston. All right, that's all the business for me. You guys have an awesome holiday. Don't get too stressed out. Take some of our advice from today's episode, and I'll see you next time.